Hi, and welcome to the 18th episode of the Breaking Free podcast, a body-mind-spirit approach to mental health. I'm your host, Summer Sites, and I'm excited to share with you this last episode of 2019. I want to thank you for being on this journey with me this year of growth and development. Showing up as yourself is our topic today, and I think it's a great culmination topic for all the topics that there has been this year. If you look, every single one of them have to do with what we're talking about today, this ability to show up as yourself. As I've been kind of doing my year in review and realizing what is the podcast um, breaking free, you know, what has been its purpose and um, what has it been its medium, I think that I would summarize it in this way. It's been a vulnerable and authentic exploration of the journey that it is to break free of things that get in the way of us being our true and highest self. Um, I have used myself in my own life and my own experiences as that kind of backdrop to hopefully encourage you to move into that authentic and vulnerable exploration yourself. I hope that you've taken that invitation, that call to action, and that you have been able to um, learn more about yourself, create that mindset, be able to accept all of your parts, and um, and in so doing, you're able to heal the wounds that get in the way of you showing up as yourself. Um, today, I'd like to just kind of summarize those things and hopefully give you a more clear picture, a call to action as you head into the new year. I don't know if you're like me, but you'll be receiving this podcast, you know, right before the new year and, and the presents are now, you know, opened and you're looking around and you're thinking, now what, right? Um, there's a lot of joy and anticipation and um, we anticipate something and then it's over and we think, okay, now what? And I think there's a lot of focus in the future or in the past and that kind of steals from our present joy. I've said it in the past and I'll say it again, joy is a present thing. And you're going to run into a lot of, you know, self-improvement programs about now. Maybe you have these mindsets of, you know, when I achieve this, if I do that, then I'll be enough, right? Then I'll be happy. And I'd like you to, to pause and take a step back and just observe them. Just be curious about those things. Maybe be curious about how you've stepped into some of those programs in the past and ask yourself, has it made all your dreams come true, right? Has some magic pill or some magic program been the thing that's really revealed your joy? If you're like me, the answer is no. Life's not really like that, right? We learn and we develop step by step and we shed things step by step. And I think when you look year to year, you can see great growth, but sometimes month to month, it, it seems like it's not happening, right? It's not changing. So what I'd like you to do is take a minute and think about something that you have really grown in in this past year. How did that growth come? Why were you finally ready to maybe let go of or change that behavior open yourself up to a new way of thinking. What brought that on for you? Perhaps it was increased awareness. Perhaps it was painful experience. 
sometimes we hit rock bottom on something and we just decide, I'm done with this. I'm ready to let this go now. Sometimes that's the very catalyst that we need for change, right? Not all blessings come in the form of prosperity or what we would consider prosperity. Sometimes they come in the form of painful learning that brings wisdom. Did you have some of that this year? Are you working with the grain? Are you embracing what life's teaching you and the things that are showing up for you? Or are you fighting against that learning? We're going to talk a little bit about something called flow today. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but flow is that that feeling that comes when you're in alignment with your true and highest self, when you're showing up as yourself. Now, when you're in flow, that doesn't mean that life's going perfectly and you don't have it. It struggles, but you are able to step back and look at those struggles and, sh- and see what they're showing you. What are they teaching you? What's showing up for you, not against you? And you're able to respond versus react to those teachings. All right? Uh, to me, it's when you are in alignment with the growth process that is unique to you and you're responding to the messages and the learnings that are being sent to you from higher power versus fighting and saying, no, I want to stay in this lower form of myself. I'm not ready to move on or let go of, right? But it's still a process of loving and accepting yourself and, and loving and accepting where you're at and then moving on. Right? Letting things go that aren't of you. Yeah. See, the problem with these self-improvement programs is that they tell you you're not enough. They're based in scarcity. I have recorded this last podcast, I think, seven or eight times in the last day. And I wasn't able to get it right until this morning because I stopped. I breathed and I reflected and I thought, what, what, what is this about? You know, why am I not able to really land on this topic? And it was because I wasn't allowing all the the struggles in my current life to really authentically be my teacher, right? Usually what's showing up for me is the very thing that I will be podcasting about. And what I realized is that, um, like many of the different topics that we've had this year, um, I have at times let scarcity get the better of me, right? I've let... Uh, broken parts get the better of me, and I'm sure you have as well. That's okay. They, they, they're our teachers. Sometimes they will. I think what's important is that what we acknowledge that that's happening, we respond to that, and we move forward, right? For me, last night I was pondering all the new, you know, ventures I've taken on this year, um, the way that I've expanded and grown, and I don't know about you, but sometimes that expansion can be painful. And there was just just a lot of uh, new things in my life, new growth. Um, And instead of taking a gratitude stance of like, yes, I'm growing, I'm expanding. There was a part of me that was like wanting to shrink back and say, no, I don't want to expand in this way. I don't want to grow in this path. And this concept of like, there wouldn't be enough energy or there wouldn't be enough time. And then I stopped. I breathed and I reflected on truth, right? I stepped into truth and stepped into stillness and I received that abundant thought that is, there is more forces for me than there are against me. I believe that God orders and provides for my life and I can rest in that 
You see, showing up of yourself has nothing to do with you. It's all about receiving from the source that feeds you, living water. The source that's like helping you discover the parts of you you don't even know are there yet. So if you haven't stepped into that this year, if you haven't stopped and received and paused and allowed yourself to reflect on the areas where maybe you're putting up a wall, right? Maybe you're um, constantly reacting with with scarcity, which we've talked about. You're responding with that. There's not enough time. There's not enough me. There's not enough. Stop and speak truth to that lie. You are enough. You are magnificent already as you are. Sure, there's some things that you're going to want to shed in 2020, no doubt, and do so, but do so from a place of self-love and acceptance. I'm sure there's much that you're going to let go of. And if you set that intention, that will happen. So that's my question for you in 2019. What are you ready to let go of? Are you ready to let go of shame? Are you ready to let go of scarcity? Maybe you're ready to let go of living small, right? Let's talk a little bit more about that. That's the thing that I really wanted to talk about with you today. And as I had different versions of this podcast, that seemed to be the one that resonated the most. You see, showing up of yourself, I think, becomes difficult for a lot of us because we have what I call fear of success. Now, once I had a mentor that said, well, there's no such thing as fear of success. And I thought, well, she's right and I'm right too, right, that I've felt that. What I think we really fear is rejection, right? It's not the success. It's not the moving into our true and highest self that bothers us. It's the wondering how and where will she live when she does. Now, this fear, fear comes of experience, right? And so some of you have had this. I was talking to my husband about this relationship to one of our child and just the the beautiful, wonderful soul that I believe that this child is. But the the true experience that, that, that this child has had with rejection in, in his life from friends and environments. And I can't take that away from him. And you've had it too, maybe. Maybe you showed up as yourself uh, and people have tried to push you back down, right? There's a game that you often see at like amusement parks or video game places with like a mallet, right? And the different, the different, uh, I don't know how to describe them, but like bunnies or something are popping up and you're supposed to hit each one of them when they pop up, right? As fast as you can with this mallet. So you can kind of force these, um, these figures right back into the game. And I feel like that's like kind of what happens with people around us that are living in scarcity, right? Somebody steps out, they're living their truth, they're seeking their true and high and self, and then the mallet comes and like whack back in the, you know, back inside, right? And I know that you're having that experience here and there, but I think what you have to do is learn to step out of that and see it for what it is, right? That's, you're not intended to go back, but I do know that that kind of adversity comes up for you right, as it has come up. So you may have had painful experience where you stepped out and you sought to maybe speak your truth or, um, you know, live in the way that works for you. And somebody comes along in their own insecurity, right? And they, misery like sometimes loves company or our confidence kind of pushes on somebody else's insecurity. And so they project that on you. 
But here's what I want you to know. You still have to choose to pick that up. You still can respond to that. Nobody forces us to give away our power. We're definitely not victims. That's what I've learned. We're here to co-create our life. And the more conscious you are of that process, right, that the more conscious you are of how your interactions with others are affecting you and how you're responding to those feelings, because they're just feelings. They're feelings of insecurity. They're feelings of I'm not enough, right? You can respond differently to the media that shows up this time of year, right? That tells you that you're not enough. That tells you that you need that new thing to be better, to be more. You can respond versus react, right? When somebody tries to shove you back in, they do it with their shame. They do it with their negative. And you can respond in, with love and light and speak truth to that. You know, I'm sorry that you feel insecure around my light, um, but that's a you problem, not a me problem, right? I want to tell you a little story about me learning how to show up of myself. This is my true story. Breaking Free Podcast has been a vulnerable exploration of my experience. I have studied these tools for, uh, wow, at this time I think we're going on about 15 years. And I feel like, I don't know about you, but when you kind of run into your purpose and passion, you feel like you've been studying it your entire life. <laughs> I was talking to my sister on the phone recently and I was telling her, talking about this very thing, like I, um, I have been taking on, you know, things that scare me. I think part of the way we grow is we do things that scare us every day, right? We, we're facing that fear with courage. And one of the ways I'm facing fear with courage is learning how to use social media to benefit this message. Um, I haven't loved using social media because I feel like there can be a lot of comparison there and it can set you up for criticism and, um, you know, it doesn't always bring on the best energies, but I really believe in this message. And so I started working with a coach to kind of help me learn, you know, the ins and outs of hashtags and, how to you know build a platform on social media um, to benefit Whole Woman Link, which is the host for my podcast, and uh, and to hopefully reach those of you who want to connect with me in that way. So I'm energetically you know imagining you getting fed on a more regular basis, us having this platform, and I'm willing to face my fear for that good, right, that higher good. But as I was discussing that with my sister and why I hadn't done those things more fully yet. She said, Summer, you've been talking healing and, and therapy for as long as I can remember. And it was nice to have someone in my life, bless her heart, remind me of my true self. She's like, basically she was saying to me, Summer, you've always been a healer. Like, what else are you going to show up as? You know, like how different is it going to be for you to put that out there kind of more openly? Like those of us that know you and love you and support you, we know who you are. And we, we want you to show up as yourself, right? So that's a true friend. That's a true supporter. That's not a mallet thrower, right? That's not somebody who's saying, hey, get back in, get back in line because you're not following the program, right? That's how you know who you want in your corner, right? Is that's how they respond to you stepping into your true and highest self. But of course, that's not how it always goes, right? Hence my story. Um, when I was, I love stories because I think you're going to relate to my story. When I was um, living in the Orlando, Florida area, my, um, you know, just like any time of transition, it came to a point where it became obvious to me that something needed to change. That our family wasn't getting what it needed. And it wasn't because Orlando, Florida is not a great area. It is actually, I love it for many reasons, but it wasn't serving our family. There was things that were coming up. 
um, that just made us realize that maybe it was time for a change. And one morning I, I prayerfully was considering this with the Lord and he said, it's time, he said, it's time to go home. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going home, home meaning where I grew, grew up. But I could see in my mind's eye that the, this, the place where I live now uh, in central Washington was going to be the change that my family needed at that time and provide um, at least some of the things. Man, it's provided much more because, like I said, God orders and provides, but it was going to provide some of the things that my family was needing. But I fought it. I actually fought it for about six months. I didn't fully receive that, right? I was kicking against that, the pricks I call it, and really not and fighting against my truth. Right? We do that sometimes. We don't move into showing up as ourself. But finally, I realized that, you know, this was the answer I was receiving and I talked to my husband about it. And he did the same. He kind of prayerfully considered it. And we both received the answer that this is what we needed to do. But I, I went to my higher power and was like, hey, these are my concerns, though. Like, I have a hard time showing up as myself when I'm near living near my family system, I think. At least that was the story I was going with at the time. I really had projected my inability to show up on myself onto other people, right? I had, my story was I was a victim, right? I couldn't control, I couldn't respond to uh, things. I wasn't able to manage that. And because I believed it, that's what, that's what was showing up for me. And every time I would, I feel like I would go home for holidays or to get with my family, I'd be myself for a while, my higher self. And then some wounded part would show up. I'd show up as wounded child or angry teenager, right? I'm sure you've had these experiences. And I would be like, what the heck just happened, right? And I didn't really like that experience. I didn't like those old parts coming up. Of course, there was a part of me that blamed that on the system, right? Like, hey, it's your fault that I'm not showing up as myself. But the truth is it, it was definitely a power I was giving away because I had unhealed parts that I wasn't willing to deal with. So as I was pondering this, God was like, hey, you have to go and face your fear, right? He said, you've done the, for the first two steps. You've learned how to, um, I, these are the three C's of anxiety. I think I've spoke of them before, but I'll share them again. First C is calm your body. You know, you've learned how to be still. Yeah, I've learned that. Two, you've learned how to uh, correct your thinking, really. You've really looked at and understood, you know, the better and higher ways, higher mindsets. I'm like, yep, yeah, check, I've done that. And then the last C is you need to confront your fear in this new relaxed muscle body. Nope, haven't really fully done that, right? And so my higher power was pushing me to go toward the thing that was scaring me, right? To go toward that thing and embrace it and have new experience with it. But I'll be honest, that was pretty terrifying to me. But because of trust, now, now I'm not advocating that all of you need to move home and connect, you know, up close and personal with your family of origin. For some of you, that wouldn't be the thing, right? So you maybe just need to go inside and really accept your story and process that and maybe connect with it on the level that's healthy for you. But, but however it is that you can own and respond to and hear the story of your past, that's how you need to respond. I think it was just interesting that you, that I was uniquely called to move into it physically because I think there were things that I wouldn't have addressed if they weren't like right in front of me, right? So hence I moved across the country, moved my family. Um, and again, it was, it was, you know, multifold. There were other people in my family that uh, this move was valuable for beyond myself, but I could see that 
you know, God is all encompassing and he had everybody in mind, right? Every one of us had things that we needed to learn and this is where we were going to learn it. And hence began this refiner's fire. Now I'm not telling you that this was easy, right? I'm not telling you that we're like, yay. And there was just kumbaya after that. I went into a period of refinement. So I want to share with you, again, showing up as yourself can look different than you think. If you think showing up as yourself is just going to be this kind of smooth ride, it sets you up, right? It sets you up for feeling like a failure in the new year. What I'm saying is go with the flow. Connect with the things that are showing up for you. Stop shaming yourself for having feelings of shame, right? All of your parts are valuable, right? There's no part. There's all your parts are good. The anger that's showing up it's showing up for you. Explore what's underneath it, right? The shame that's showing up, it's telling you a story of maybe a lie that you've been holding on to, right? That has told you that you're unworthy in some way, but that's not really your truth, right? If you can get to that story and tell it, you can release that shame, right? And these are the things I've taught you this year. So we want to go toward these things. We want to do the thing that scares us, right? Not run from. And I realized that while I had lived far away, there was parts of me that just never wanted to face certain things and hadn't done it, even though I would tried to live consciously and done a ton of work. It just certain things I had not faced. And so here's my quote for you. I, I don't know if any of you are familiar with uh, Maya Angelou, but she says this. Maya Angelou is a great American poet and also a woman who had a great story of trauma. She wrote the book, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. I'd have you look into her, but she said this, there's great, there's no greater agony than become, than bearing an untold story inside of you. And that's what I realized is that I had some untold stories about, you know, my family system and growing up that just needed to be retold and healed. Again, this was an inside job. This wasn't about my family. This was about me and the work that I needed to do. So you see, Oftentimes we don't understand that um, we are in kind of a, a molding process. I don't know where you're at in the process, right? You may be, um, you know, like the butterfly, you're still in the cocoon face, right? And uh, Maya Angelou has a beautiful quote, but I'm not, not finding it about the butterfly that I really love as well. Uh, here it is. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the change it has gone through to achieve that beauty, right? Perhaps you're right now you're in the change phase. Accept it. Love it. You're seeking to show up as yourself. Maybe you've already arrived at the other side and you know the things that you're ready to let go of and you're in the process of letting go of them. Have the courage to let go of them, right? All of these things allow you to show up as yourself. But really, as I said earlier, it's about not externalizing your worth, right? Not externalizing your process. So I moved into Wenatchee and I started this process of, of recognizing my parts, right? They would show up in weird ways. And I remember having an apology conversation with my mom one morning because I was talking to her and, you know, I got triggered by some old story and all of a sudden I started acting like an angry teenager. When I calmed down and I acknowledged that part later and Hey, part, what, the, what are you trying to talk about here? What's going on for you? And realize there was old, this old story of insecurity and, you know, not being enough. And I addressed that story and met that need. Like I've taught you in previous podcasts. I went back to my mom and I said, you know, I'm really sorry for acting like an angry teenager. You know, that's not really who I am. And I showed up as myself. So you're going to ebb and flow, right? Between true self 
and wounded parts, what I'd have you do is accept all of the pieces. Love on all of them. Realize that they're all there trying to help you um, show up as yourself. Be curious about them. Be curious about what they're teaching you. You see, what I'd love you to do in this new year is set goals, just like, I'm. again, I'm not against goals, I'm not against self-improvement programs, but set them from true self, right? What are you ready to let go of, right? Maybe, what are you, how are you outsourcing your worth? Those are goals that will help you move into true self. We don't want to set goals from a shame base, right? Already from a place of I'm not enough, I am, um, any I am statements that have a negative, right? I am unworthy, I am, uh, fill in the blank. Those aren't going to help you reveal your true and highest self, right? We've talked about those statements in this podcast this year as well. I am magnificent. I'm lovely. I am powerful. I am I'm wisdom. I am health. For me, as I step into this new year, my last year's intention was to be still and to know myself. And I think I did that. I think I came to understand and learn about parts of me that I hadn't yet created space to hear before and, and shed things that weren't of me and behaviors that weren't of me. And this new year, I'm already, I'm ready to behaviorally show up more as myself. You know, there's things that I'm wanting to bring back on, not because I'm not enough, but because they bring me joy, right? You, maybe you want to go move your body more because that's how you feel the best. Uh, Maybe you're ready to um, take on a new hobby because you're wanting to be more playful and you know that play is part of who you are and maybe you've let that go. Whatever that is, I hope that's coming from a place of abundance. You are enough. And how can you be more of what you are? You see, because showing up as self is about shedding things that are not of you. It's not about striving to arrive. It's about shedding things that aren't of you. So I, again, I'll finish the story of, of where I was at. So I moved home. And I, again, I went through this shedding process. It was quite a shedding process. <laughs> And I can tell you that where I've arrived now is a place of acceptance, acceptance of myself, a a beautiful acceptance of my family system. You see, I was putting on them all this self-rejection, right? The story was that they weren't rejecting, they were rejecting and invalidating to me in different ways, right? I didn't feel like I could show up as myself. But what I realized is that they never had that power. That power was only inside of me. As I, start, as I took that power back, I learned to validate and love and accept myself. There's times when maybe, and we do that with each other, right? We hold each other to old stories. Families do that. Um, my family has this funny story where they talk about where I ran over a deer and how, you know, got, those deers need to watch out because, you know, summer's on the road. Now, this happened like 25 years ago at this point, right? But now when I hear those stories, I laugh along with I don't feel like the butt of because I realize that, you know, that's a funny part of my past, but that's just not who I am now, right? You have to give permission for someone else to make you feel insecure. And what I found is I've loved and accepted myself. It's given me permission to love and accept others in my life where they are. And there's a boomerang effect. The most beautiful thing that happened for me is to realize that I can no longer be Um, I can put away and stop being the child, the wounded child, a hurt teenager with my family system. I've been able to have this beautiful experience of being a co-adult with my parents and see the beautiful and wonderful things that they are them and see that no, we're not, we're none of us are static, right? 
they're not the same person that they were when I was growing up and I'm not the same person. And I can, we can all give ourselves permission to move on and show up as who we are now. And as I've loved and accepted myself, there's been space for me to love and accept exactly who they are and where they are. And that's weaknesses and strengths and all, right? Because we're all both. There are things that I still wish to improve, but what I'm able to do is love and accept that they're on the path that they're supposed to be on. They're on the timing and rate in which they're able to, and and I believe divinely inspired to, to change. I am just enough where I am right now. Like I can love and accept her and and be ready for the next change and stop fighting that I should be somewhere else, right? Or the past should be something different than it was, right? It was my teacher. It showed up for me, not against me. So I hope that as you move into the new year, you can take that wisdom with you, right? Show up as yourself fully. Be in the present. Do the work of it. If you're feeling insecure, why? What's it teaching you? If you're feeling joy, go with it. That's where you are now. Go ahead and shed those things that aren't of you. But before you can shed them, you got to perceive them, right? You've got to feel after them, own your story, uh, and then retell it. None of us are victims. We're co-creators of our life. And I say co-creators because I think we do it in combination with higher power. What a beautiful way to create your new year. Sit down. Be still. Ask your higher power, what is what is what is it that I'm going to be accomplishing this year? You know, It's really cool to look into that future with help maybe from one that can help you see into it and see what will I be accomplishing this year? What will I be shedding? What is it time for me to step into? And do it from a place of love. Do it from a place of strength. And I promise you that when you do that that way, those things will show up for you because they're already of you. They're already of you. They're already in you. They're just waiting to be revealed. That's what I've learned. Um, that's my message for you this new year. I, I, I want to send my message of of joy in the journey to you today and just that you can love and accept and know that you're enough. Go home and embrace the warts of your family system. (laughs) Embrace the mess of the packages that are everywhere, you know, because they may not be here six months from now, right? Embrace the chaos that it is of having all your kids home maybe for the holidays and people are fighting with each other and (laughs) what a beautiful thing. Everybody else is experiencing that with you too. I want you to feel that. I want you to feel the fact that like that's showing up for you, not against you. Um, someday you'll miss that, right? Someday that won't be there. So enjoy what is. Enjoy what is in your process. That's the gift of life, right? The gift of life isn't about arriving at some state of perfection. It's about really enjoying what is and this beautiful teacher and journey that is life. That is the gift. And that's the gift that I wanted to give you in this podcast today for this new season. I hope that you'll join us in 2020. There is so many beautiful things coming. Please look for Whole Woman Link, um, and then the whole one, the uh, the link, the also Breaking Free podcast. Um, things will be posted there on Instagram. Uh, feel free to message uh, me there. Connect with me more fully. If you would like to meet me in person, I'm going to show up and be there physically for you. It's going to be a beautiful, intimate, small gathering of people in West Jordan, Utah. Uh, February 28th and 29th. We're also having two amazing conscious women showing up. People have been asking me, you know, why is this worth my time and money? Well, first of all, you will get real life tools. You'll have experiential experience over the weekend. There's a catered lunch. Um, You're going to have movement. You're going to have teaching. You're going to have 
a gathering with conscious women, you will leave filled. So it's absolutely worth your time. It's such a great way to kick off your new year. If that's something that speaks to you and you can do that, we'd love you to join us. Uh, right now, the conference is on sale for 175 for the two days, including your lunch, um, including you know, your yoga class and your Zumba class. So it's really, I mean, when you look at what you spend to do all those things, it's, we've tried to make it really reasonable. Bring a girlfriend, come together. Uh, if you're like many, your budget doesn't <laughs> upload again until January 1, there'll be some discounts as well popping up January 1 for uh, some group rates. So we hope to see you and physically, but if not, I hope you'll gather with us uh, this way and continue to join the podcast and be part of this journey with us and um, at Whole Woman Link and me personally. And I send my love to you and know that I appreciate you and I'll talk to you soon.